I'm Aaron. I'm Nicole. And we are Talking, Talking Monroe's. Monroe's. So, for this podcast, what I wanted to do is, for Christmas, I got you the what? Tabletops. It's table topics. Table topics. <laughs> so, I actually was uh, searching for a good gift for you, and I found an opportunity or, or a gift on Etsy that uh, allows you to actually get a set of questions that you can ask. So, I pulled out a couple of questions. I have not looked at them, so I've got about five or six, and I figured it'd be a really good opportunity, a really good thing for us to ask questions and, and see. This well, is... I see you looked at one and said, oh, I like this one. I'm going to use this one. Well, I mean, it was on top, so I had to look at it. but um, And that's why I said, oh, well, I'll use this one. But this is Table Topics Couples. So, Oh, I hope it's clean. Uh, well, so the first, <laughs> the first question is, is it more important for a couple to have great conversation, lots of laughs, or great sex? Well, I'm kind wow, of stumped. That was, re- <laughs> that was a really long pause. Um, let's see. Um, great conversations, lots, lots of, of laughs, laughs, or, or great, great sex. sex. I think you need a combination of all three. Look at you. <laughs> you have officially <laughs> become milk toast. Okay. Yes, I tend to agree with you that you need all three. But if you had to pick one, which would it be? Lots of conversations. Lots of laughs or great sex. Let's just assume, you know, for argument's sake, that you need all three. I'll I'll give you that one. But if you had to pick one and you said it was a little more important than the other two, what would it be? Great sex. Okay, I'm glad you say that on here. (laughs) I would... I would actually, surprisingly, I would actually say it's great conversation. I think great sex is really important. I think lots of of laughs are just as important, but... You know me, I like to have conversation, thus us sitting here doing podcasts. Right, but you can have a great conversation with a friend if you're talking about a relationship and a, and, and a marriage. It's when the sex dies down that no matter how much conversation you have, your relationship kind of goes stagnant. So I'm looking forward to our 70s and 80s because apparently I'm going to be having <laughs> lots of great sex then too. So, Well, what was great sex in our 20s might not be considered the great. We might not be able to do the same thing, but moving it, on. it's going to be great sex <laughs> in our 70s. <laughs> moving on to the next question. Uh, what situations caused a lot of stress for you over the years and how did that affect you? What situations caused a lot of stress? Yeah. And how did that affect you? How to pick just one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, this is the end of our podcasting adventure, so. I would say one of the situations that caused great stress was having to go back to work when the twins were just entering kindergarten. Hmm. Why is that? I was just not being able to be there for them on an everyday basis. Seeing my little babies, you know, and and you being their dad gets to put them on the bus and engage with everybody at the bus stop and me not being able to be there. And like, you know, what, 16, 17 years later, and I'm still getting to do that with the youngest one. Yes, you are. So there goes the second time that it caused great stress in my life. (laughs) Well, if there's only two times that have caused, caused great stress in your life, then apparently you're doing okay. Or I'm doing okay because I'm making sure you don't have stress in your life. 
Um, let's see. This doesn't feel very fair because I'm asking you all the questions. You're not yeah, even reciprocating. Ask a no. no, here. I'm answering the question. Here, I'm doing a great job answering the questions. Ooh, good for you. I'll give you two so you can ask me one now. You're not supposed to look at them both. Why are you well, deciding? I've got to pick which one's the better of the two. You're going to ask them both today. Oh, okay. What's your partner's favorite indulgence? Sleep. <laughs> well, yes, I do like to sleep. <laughs> My problem now, though, is I have so much time on my hands that when I want to sleep, I'm not even tired. Yes, exactly, which is why you're just trying to take a nap like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> well, that was because I actually, like, got up and moved around today. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so is there anything else I need to answer on that one? Or <laughs> I think that was pretty straightforward. No, that was pretty straightforward. That was good. Who would play us in a movie of our lives? Who would play us in a movie of our lives? Well, I'd Julia have Roberts to, and Richard Gere, Runaway Bride? No, I'd have to be Shamar Moore because you've got that thing for Shamar Moore. So that'd be believable. So I'd have to be Shamar Moore. <laughs> and you would have to be... Who would play you? Yeah, I guess Julia Roberts would play you. So this this whole movie would be all about your needs because you'd be central casting. So you'd get Shamar Moore for me and then you'd be Julia Roberts because you want to be Julia Roberts. So Yeah, well, she seems to get all of her needs met and eat, pray, love. Uh Apparently, I guess. So I'm not sure. I kind of like the eating part more than the love part. Love. Yes, because she got to indulge I that I... in so much food, oh, so much Italian food. Yes. Oh, because I'm like, I, I guess like a couple minutes ago, you were talking about the relationship needs to have great sex. And now you're like, well, ah, but I don't know that I get much love. Oh, no, the food part. The question wasn't very good. It didn't ask about great food being in a relationship. You need great food in there, too. You need a great cook. You don't yes. need necessarily well, great food. Yes, so, and you are a great chef. I will say that. Uh, As a, a matter of fact, Cooper, to- Cooper talked so much about it that his teacher thought you were actually a chef for your profession. Yes, I know. I, I wouldn't say that I'm a great chef. I would say I'm a great cook. But thank you for um, gassing my head up and making me feel so much better. Yeah, well, I do what I can. All right. So since you gave me two absolute louse questions, I'll give you one more opportunity to ask me another question. Quit looking through them. <laughs> I need a good one. You're not playing this game very well. What's the sexiest thing your partner does? Why are all these questions about you? <laughs> there are no questions about me. Uh, you didn't see me put them in order of how I wanted them before you pulled them apparently, out? Apparently. Apparently, I've been duped. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> What's the sexiest thing your partner does? Sleep. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, uh, moving on. <laughs> so the sexiest thing that you do is you take care of me. So I'm a person who likes acts of service. We've done the, the five love languages and we've done the little test, which is, I'm sure, absolutely spot on. And it's perfect. And it tells you everything you need to know about yourself. And, and In 10 questions. Life. Of course. Yeah. Um, but no, seriously, it is, it is, if you haven't ever done it, it's really good. But, um, I do like somebody that, um, you know, is willing to take care of me and things like that. And so the acts of service of taking care of me, of making sure I have something to eat, making sure that I'm taking care of and I'm taking care of myself and paying attention and supporting me and helping me be the person that I am. I would say that's to me, the sexiest thing. If you could really talk and, and have a conversation, that'd be pretty sexy too. But we're working on that. That's the podcasting thing. Wasn't that sweet and so clean? Ugh. Ugh. 
it took all of my superpowers to be able to do that. You get one more question to ask me, and then I'm going to ask you another question. Well, I'm not asking this question. I'm sorry. I'm vetoing it because I already know the it. answers to all of that. No, no, you don't. No, 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 no. <sighs> Who have been your best friends, and what is it that made you so close? Uh, Lamont, Ian, Dell, and it's because we grew up together. Ah, you didn't know the answer, but I still wanted to say it. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, we, one of the interesting things about me is that I moved around a lot when I was younger. And, you know, so I don't really feel like I had childhood friends. Those are the closest, they are the closest things that I have to childhood friends. I've known Lamont since I was in sixth grade. So 11, I've known, I played football with Delt, knew Delt, growing up and stuff like that. So I've known him since I was like 14 and then E, I've known E since we we went to a party and watched some kid's house get trashed when I was a senior in high school and he had just graduated. So I've known him since I was 17. And, you know, to this day, we're still friends and, uh, you know, we've got lots of information. Maybe we'll put that up on the on the website. Maybe I'll put a picture from this summer or last summer now that we, you know, first time we'd all gotten together and, and been able to see each oh, other. Oh, you need to put the throwback like picture up. I will put potentially both of them up. I don't know. <laughs> They're widely available, and you'll see that we haven't changed a, a, at all a bit. No, nope, nobody's gotten any grayer or anything else. Uh, no, nobody has. <laughs> so. But on that topic. Yes. It's interesting that you say that you 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 mentioned something about childhood friends and you know until you just said it now i always think oh that's so sad you know you moved around a lot so you don't have a lot of childhood friends but you probably have more childhood friends than a lot of people have being 43 years old right do i have that right i think 43? so i i guess we're just telling everybody my age now but <laughs> yes apparently yes yes i will be so... i will be 44 in april yes. being oh 44 big number so being 43 years old, um, you know, I mean, you've been friends with them for a lot of years. Um, and most people, they don't have friends from when they were like five. It's a very small group of people that have friends from when they were like in elementary school. Most people's real true friends, I think they find in college. Uh, maybe, potentially. Uh, I think it... So this is where I'll get very wonky and, and very cerebral and say, I think it's it's various. I, I think it, it all different people have all different things. I, I What I can say, though, is this, is that I don't have even a place. Like, I, I don't feel attached to a lot of places. I'd say that I grew up in Connecticut because primarily that's where I spent most of my time. But I moved around a bunch. So I could also say I lived in and grew up in South Carolina or Virginia or even Alabama at first to a certain degree because I went to school there for a while. Um, so it, it's, you know, for me, it's it's life is a lot more about those friends and, and those things than it really is anything else. But I, I don't I don't remember people that, you know, actually, that's not true. <laughs> because I lived in Connecticut th at three different times and I lived there most. I mean, I do have kids, friends from kindergarten. Shout out to Josh Beeler, uh, Kim Weiss. <laughs> um, so, you know, again, like, so I guess I kind of do have childhood friends that I've, you know, known forever and, and grown up with and stuff like that. Uh, but I just never really thought about it because there were periods of time where I would leave and then come back, you know, so my dad would get promoted, we'd move and I'd be gone for three to five years and then come back and right. live there for a couple of years. And then my dad would get promoted and I'd go somewhere else. And then I came back and the third time I stayed from 
about the time I was 10 until 18 when I left again and went to Auburn and then was there for a year and a little over a year and then came back and then left again. And we're not going back. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is that. Um, we can visit, but we're not moving back. Yes. So are you going to ask me a question or do I get to ask you one of the last two that I have? You can ask one of the last two that you have because mine, I don't even have an answer to it. So, Well, again, these are not about you. These are supposed to be asking your partner. It's couples <laughs> table topic, not Nicole table topic where I ask you questions about you and then you ask me questions about you as well. So I'm interested to see your answer on this one. What's the best financial decision you've made? You. <laughs> <laughs> So in my head, I was going, she's going to say marrying you, which I would agree with too. So, mm -hmm. You've been my best financial investment. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, would, I tend to agree that that is, is the case. So um, I don't know, though. I mean, you've helped in that, uh, making us financially viable by being, you know, here and there working and, you know, becoming a teacher and teaching for a while and stuff like that. And then also allowing me to work and do the things that I need to do. So maybe that's been my best financial investment. Yeah, that's the word. Is <laughs> going to college for teaching, for education. That would be my best financial investment since I paid for it too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have one more and then I'm out. And then you can ask me one or two of the questions that you have there. Well, that's your fault for handing me like 10. Well, I am, you know, somewhat of being interested in knowing about myself, but you keep not asking those questions. So. Well, you never do anything in small amounts either. Well, you know, exactly. What's the best way for your partner to comfort you when you're sad? So that's a question to you. What's the best way for your partner to comfort you when you're sad? I turned it around. Now you're going to talk about me to me. The best way for you to comfort me when I'm sad is for you to um, just let listen sleep? to me. Yeah, let me sleep. <laughs> let me sleep it off. <laughs> um, just let me vent. Let me cry. Rub my back. Rub my head. Seriously, that's like a Pat whole Pat me list. like a dog. Ew, <laughs> no. that's like a whole list of stuff. Like, let me sleep. Let me vent. Let me cry. Let me have like a complete breakdown. Let yes, me... yes. Just let me have my complete meltdown. You know what the best thing to do to comfort me is just to bring me tissues and let me have my meltdown. That's not really comforting you, but I'm good with that. I'll give you tissues and run. Well, no, because then you have to add the other part too. I mean, ooh, I got to be there for it. I don't know. Like, this is getting worse and worse for me. <laughs> so it started you asked out the best way. I'm well, telling you the best you way. You started out with like all you have to do is bring me tissues, and I was like, I can throw tissues. No, in I the started room and with run. all you have to do is listen to me and rub my back and my head. Again, I can just fake like I'm paying attention swing my arm around you a little bit and pat you. That, you do that's good at faking do. like you're paying attention. I do good at faking a lot of stuff. Oh. Oh, well, I mean, this is a family podcast, so I wasn't really thinking that way, but I'm glad <laughs> your dirty mind was. <laughs> I was like faking like I'm interested, faking like I, I have something to do, faking like I care, and you're like faking the other things. It's, I'm a guy. It's kind of tough to, well, I mean, I guess if if there's some kind of, you know, Hollywood effects or something like that, we could probably make it happen but i don't know anyway so moving on yes moving on <laughs> so this whole comforting you thing yes keep going why you do really well at comforting me okay if you say so i guess that's what matters all right so i'm opening the tabletop x tabletop questions i'm going to ask two more and these are the bonus questions 
So, first question. First, last. Bonus question. Ding, ding. Have you ever experienced a miracle? Marrying you. Oh, good lord. I experienced five miracles. I have five miracle oh, children. Oh, goodness. True miracles. So I've had six. Marrying you and mm. our five children. I think that having twins is a miracle. There's the one miracle that I would agree with you on. So we're, we're on one. Yes, we do have identical twin boys. The finger of God touched. Um, not them. Touched us. I mean, I guess they're kind of touched too, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so so you experienced one miracle. I think my other miracle would have to be having your mom come visit me in my dreams. Mm, that is a very good miracle. Enough about that one, I think. We'll talk about that on another podcast. Have I ever experienced a miracle? Um, since oh, was I, I supposed to ask you I that? Need to ask you need to ask yourself exactly the question? Since, you know, exactly, since apparently we turn on the podcast and it all becomes about you. It's always all about me. Yeah, okay. Well, wait until the podcast is off and, and we'll see. <laughs> um, so, uh, have I ever experienced a miracle? I actually, I don't really know if I've experienced a miracle. I'm sure I have, but I can't think of any right now. Other than marrying you and having Aww. five kids. So I've experienced six miracles. Look Ooh. at that. We've experienced the same miracles together. Yeah, not in the same way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last question. If your partner filled in for you at work, what would happen? Oh, I love this question. This is a great question to end on. So if I filled in for you at work, what would happen? I'd get fired. No, you wouldn't. Because right now your work is taking care of the house and it would be like fantastic. I would have so much fun and everybody would love it and we'd have great food and everything would be clean and I'd be like sitting around and hanging out and chilling. So what are you saying? <laughs> we live in a pigsty and nobody eats? No, it just said if your partner filled in for you at work, what would happen? Yeah, and you I'm said telling... it would be fantastic. Everybody would have great food and it would it would be, It'd be nice fantastic and for, clean. It'd be fantastic for me. And I said everything would be clean. Look how your mind works. I was just, <laughs> I was just saying everybody would have fun. It'd be great. I'd love it. It'd be fantastic to be food and everything would be washed and everything. I didn't say that wasn't what happened. What's not happening now? I think. Oh, oh, so. <laughs> yeah, so. Again, moving on. Um, if your partner filled in for you at work, what would happen? That, I'm asking myself this question again because apparently I need to ask myself these questions. If I filled in for you at work, what would happen? I think you would be fired within before lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you would not survive in the corporate culture because you just do not like it. Nope. And you would tell the wrong person the right thing. Yep. <laughs> and you wouldn't be able to play corporate. Nope. High I don't play nice. And so they would be like, you know what, Miss Monroe? Thanks for coming. Don't call us. We'll call you. There you go. All right. I don't have the proper sandbox training. Is that? Playing nice in the sandbox. Oh, I thought you were talking about potty training, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I don't know. Sometimes you're a little out there, so. All right. Well, all the questions are done. So I guess it's time to figure out what we're going to do for dinner. So thanks for listening. No, I'm not listening. They're not listening either. Nobody's listening. It's just us talking. Thanks to each for playing other. along. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot better. Thanks.
Hey everyone, Aaron here. Just wanted to take a minute to thank you for listening and also to tell you to make sure you click subscribe in your podcast app so you're notified of any new episodes that we load. And also, please make sure you leave a review. It helps others find us. Again, thanks for listening and hope you enjoy.